Welcome to the Random Tea Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Season 4, Episode 3, Uprising. <laughs> that was, that was r- dramatic. That was very dramatic. It's going to be dramatic about it. Much drama. Our audience deserves the best from me. So is the Uprising... And yet they get me. <laughs> so is the Uprising a reference to S.H.I.E.L.D. or the Watch Dogs? I think it's the fake Inhuman Uprising that we know is the Watch Dogs. Okay, so watchdogs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think this episode was getting super meta with the title. No, <laughs> no. they don't. They don't seem to. I don't. They've had titles as the end of the beginning and the beginning of the end. Oh God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um. So this was directed by Magnus Martins, and who um is is a ferner. So he had some like oh shit I don't remember if he's Swedish or. Norwegian he's or something, um, but he had a European. lot of a, yeah. <laughs> he's European because you know that's a country. Um, so he has a lot of credits wherever that is. Um, so not not a ton of American stuff yet. But I did notice he directed an episode of Luke Cage, which just came out. So uh-huh. they don't let you know nobody's interesting. So that's interesting. Interesting. Um, and again, this is one of those for the writer that you are going to make a noise. Yay. Craig Titley. <laughs> I'd just like to point out that you are the older of the two of us. By like a decade. Yeah. Um, anyway, I have grown children. I know, you do. Um, so he, for uh, season two, he wrote seven and 16. Okay. Um, for three, he wrote five, 12, and 20. Um, this is the man who gave us the first Percy Jackson movie screenplay and oh Scooby-Doo. Oh, yes. So. So he directed? No. Wrote. Oh, he wrote. Okay. Mag- Magnus directed. Okay. I got, so, yeah. got it backwards. Um, so we have we have quite a bit of pre-back, don't we? Uh, we do. We have um, we have a delayed email from Kim um, because the email didn't email because somehow we did not some something glitch happened. We didn't get the email and uh, listener Joe who skipped a season or so in there had a bunch of questions that I wanted to um, to address. So cool. um, and then I also have some New York Comic Con. Yay! Uh, let's go ahead and hit those uh, real quick because okay, just a couple real quick bullet points. Um, Marvel TV head Jeff Loeb okay. uh, was asked uh, when uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will pay attention to the events of the Netflix, MCU, and Netflix. Mm. Wait. Netflix, MCU, in New York. Okay. Loeb said, stay tuned. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, because Netflix has been in kind of the same boat S.H.I.E.L.D. has been in, where yeah. they make references to the MCU, but nobody else makes references to them. Yeah, the MCU is like, we don't see you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Um, Chloe Bennett was asked about Sky and Ghost Rider hooking up, and mm-hmm. she kind of played the question down. Okay. So she neither confirmed nor denied. Okay. So Also, I am now just giggling because I would like Jessica Jones to show up on S.H.I.E.L.D. and just every other word is bleeped. Okay, so Jessica Jones and Elena would be best friends. They would, but Jessica Jones would have to be bleeped. All over that. They are at the later times time time zone. Mm-hmm. time slot so yeah. although gotham at an earlier time slot is, is way, way bloodier darker and edgier and more severe subject yeah. matter than this crap yeah so. it's weird anywho yeah so anyway um i'm gonna get to kim's email cool belated as it may be and we're sorry we don't know what happened uh she says hi queenie and Janya. Uh, i usually communicate with you two about gotham and now the defunct to us all sleepy hollow via twitter 
But at the behest of some of my students, I decided to try out Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You're a teacher person. Yay. Yay. And we mean that with all the love in our heart. That yeah. sounded sarcastic, but we really do mean it. <laughs> One of my very good friends is also a teacher. Yeah, she is. She just mm-hmm. passed her um, oral exams. Well, that one, and then there's also Hope. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Who teaches we the have children? So we have so many friends. <laughs> For real. Well, I have, like, my aunt's a teacher, and mm-hmm. my cousins are teachers. Yeah, anyway. Y'all good people. Y'all good people. And better and, than I am. And again, I'm sorry for what you have to put up with. Anyway, um... Wow, went off track. So uh, Kim goes on to say, so I've been been watching an attempt to catch up and watch season four in real time. That's awesome. Um, Not a good thing because of sheer numbers of episode and binging, highlighting all the things that are wrong with a show you might otherwise overlook. Yeah, we found that out this summer. (laughs) For example, the often problematic incorporation of people of color, which is typical Joss Whedon thing, and the special snowflakeness of Sky slash Daisy and Ward, who I hated almost immediately. (laughs) You and Franzi, man. (laughs) I'm swinging back to liking Daisy, but it's a process. Yeah. Uh, Almost done with season three, so I hope to be ready for Tuesday's episode. I have subscribed and downloaded the podcast of the first two episodes of the season. I initially tried back listening to the other podcast, but it proved to be too much. Ooh, I don't... I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It wait, was too much it was, recording. Totally was. So I hope to get a sense of where you ladies stand on the show. Oh, you will. I hate Lincoln. Um, and Kim hates Lincoln, too. Yay! That was, the, that was the tweet. She tweeted to us later saying that she forgot to add that oh, in. Oh, yeah. And that's how we realized we never got the email. Good. Yeah. Um, she doesn't like... Nobody likes Lincoln. Uh, her favorites are Mac, Melina, May, and Fitzsimmons hated Melina. War- Melina May. Oh, Melinda. Melinda. Melina? I thought you called her Mel- I think I you were putting Elena and Melinda together. I, I was guess. like, what the word? I'm looking right at the word. Okay. Melinda and Fitzsimmons hated war- Wade and Jonathan. Working on trying to like Daisy. Coulson favors her too heavily, so yeah. I love Melinda blasting him on that. I love Blair Underwood and Powers Booth, so I was not happy the show wrote them as disposable villains. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I'm totally on board. But with welcome. That. But hi. We're glad you're giving it a shot. Um, be, feel welcome to bitch. We don't mind. Yeah, that's fine. So, uh, <laughs> listener Joe, who is a, another Sleepy Hollow uh, alum, alum um, skipped some, some, epi- some episodes, so had some questions. Okay. Uh, when did Daisy become an inhuman? She became an inhuman in season two, episode 10, What They Become. That's the specific episode. Um, she became an inhuman through Terragenesis. Yeah. There's um, these crystals that. <clears throat> which, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to that. Okay, yay. Um, his follow- she did research for you, Joe. Well, I couldn't remember exactly. And I, he asked. He and you wanted to, to give know. him the right answer. And he listened to Sleepy Hollow. He knows I do research. Yeah, he does. Uh, did her powers derive from her parents? Yes. Were one or both of her parents aliens? Her mother was, was inhuman. Inhuman. So let me, let They're me. They're inhuman genes. Yeah. Let me, let me do a little backstory on, um, inhumans. This is basically a straight quote from Wikipedia, but it's the most direct to the point, um, explanation of where inhumans came from. At the beginning of the Kree Scroll War, millions of years ago in Earth time, the alien Kree established a station on the planet Uranus. Insert <laughs> jokes here. Kree are the blue people. The, yeah. the common, uh, let me say the common blue people in the MCU. In um, space. In space. A strategic position between the Kree and Scroll empires, though the work at the station, through the work at the station, they discovered that sentient life on nearby 
by Earth had genetic potential invested in it by by the alien celestials. Intrigued, the Kree began to experiment on Earth's then-primitive Homo sapiens to produce the genetically advanced in human race. Their goal was apparently twofold. To investigate possible ways of circumventing their own evolutionary stagnation and to create a powerful mutant race of soldiers for use against the scrolls. Although their experiments were successful in creating a strain of humanity with extraordinary abilities, the Kree abandoned their experiments because a genetics prophecy had predicted that the experiments would eventually lead to an anomaly who would destroy the Kree supreme intelligence. Dun, dun, uh, and dun. Krees are also douchebags, so yeah, there's they, that. Uh, see, see Ronan, Ronan, the accuser. <laughs> Their test subjects, the Inhumans, went on to form a society of their own, which thrived in seclusion from the rest of humanity and developed advanced technology. Experiments with the mutagenic Terrigen Mist, a process known as Terrigenesis, gave them various powers but caused lasting genetic damage and deformities. Uh, this led to a long-term selective breeding program in an attempt to mitigate the effects of the mutations. One of these people was Jiang, who would be Sky slash Daisy's mother. And that just smacks of eugenics, and that's probably why it bothered me back in the day. Yeah. Because that did not sit well with me. No. So during the season two, episode 10, so it was kind of in the middle of season two, uh, she was exposed to some Terrigen crystals slash mist and became inhuman. And the thing thing with uh, inhumans being widespread now, because at first it was very contained, Mm -hmm. um... They had a yeah, big because fight. they had a, yeah they did have a private little right world what did they they called it uh, afterlife afterlife yeah this little um, community there was this big fight on the aircraft carrier and some of the crystals got into the water supply and they got eaten by fish so it's in the fish oil so it's so in the fish oil yeah. so now there's all these people across the globe that yeah if if they're exposed to the fish oil and they have the gene they will go through terogenesis yeah. Mo- regular people are not affected so if it, you yes. don't have the marker for right it. so uh but if they but if regular people get too much of it it kills them yes um but in the fish oil it's just not enough to do it so it's so to answer your question it is genetically inherited they're mutants but we can't call them mutants because the mutants are owned by somebody else basically yeah. so there's that too so, um, so he has other questions. Uh, well, he says, seems like writers should be able to sense this. And demons and humans. Yeah, that's why we know. need more information on Yeah, Robbie. I don't know how that works. Yeah. I don't know. D- demons smell. That's, <laughs> that's a whole other show that's called Supernatural. Yeah. Um, which airs tonight, by the way. So, oh, um, yeah. so more questions. Uh, since Daisy's power is destructive to herself and none of the other Inhumans have this problem, is there a possibility she's not an Inhuman? No, she is totally Inhuman. Yeah, they've they made that no, super there's clear. There's no doubt. She went through terogenesis, and the thing we see at the end of this episode with the, the crusty rock dude. shell. Yeah, the rock shell. That's, that's part of terogenesis. That's part of terogenesis. Yeah. So, yeah. And, we, and of, we saw her do that. Yeah. Um, uh, he says, seems like the other Inhumans' bodies have the ability to utilize their power safely. That's true, because Lincoln could use his electrical power without all any problem. Elena um, uses hers. Uses hers all the time. Joey used his. Yeah, Joey melted metal. Mm-hmm. Um, that's from last season. We haven't seen him this season, so. Uh, so, yeah. it's um, you're, you're right. And the eye guy, and then uh, the Iron Chef guy, too. Ali Cuisine. Ali Cuisine. And James. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hellfire. Mm-hmm. Who was not Hellfire. 
Um, says, yeah. why would generating the sympathetic resonance to destroy concrete also destroy her body? This doesn't make sense to me. The two would not have the same resonance. If it were just the vibration, everyone around her would be affected the same way. He brings up some really great questions. I think it's they, Daisy Payne. They don't explain it. They had it. They they talked about it in season two. Mm-hmm. And um, Gemma created some suit for her that was supposed to help with this. So in season... And I got the impression that she very much got her powers under control. Because she, I... And the way I always interpret it is... She had issues when she was first learning her powers. As they all do. Know they all, to, now, they do all have problems when they first start out. Right. So she just had to train it away and... We didn't get a peep of this in season, in season three. three. Nothing. And then suddenly here it's back in season four. So, Joe, we have a problem with it as well. Yeah. So we there's no I think explanation. It's Daisy pain. It's like man pain, but with Daisy. Yeah, I totally agree. But my biggest complaint about it, in canon, she is completely immune. Yeah. There you go. So, so um, so more questions. Is the drug she took to save her life after she took the gut shot possibly responsible for her powers? No. She had the powers um, when she was... Because it's in her genetic code. Yeah, she had the powers when she was shot. So she already had the powers? No. Season one, she was shot, remember? And she got the same uh, Jesus juice that Phil got, remember? Was that season one? Yep. We just rewatched it. But she didn't get the powers until... Season two. Season two. Okay, but they were two different events. Yeah, and I look at it like... If she would have been exposed to the Terrigen Mist at the first episode of season one, she would have developed powers because the Inhumans were already a thing. We just didn't know about them yet. Okay, so okay, so let me get back to his question so we understand it. So, uh, is the drug she took to save her life after she took the gut shot possibly responsible for her powers? Well, the drug that she took was more Cree blood. Yeah, it's more Cree shenanigans, but... We never, we were never told that it had anything to do with it, the GH325. Yeah, there's nothing explicit. His theory, he says, if so, maybe she is enhanced, and he's differentiating between enhanced and inhuman. Right. So this would explain the incompatibility of power, quote, and body. Okay, I, I see where you're getting the theory, but the creep blood that she was given upped her regenerative states. Yeah. And so she healed faster. Yeah. So I don't see that. That would be, that doesn't make sense to me for it to be causing her body to break down. And we'd have to look at Phil too. Phil wasn't given any kind of powers or anything like that. Well, he addresses that. Aside from his weird righty thing. Right. Since the, well, you know, the whole missing hand thing. Since the same drug was used to save Coulson's life. I just had a Deadpool thought there. Coulson's hand is not his own. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's going to feel so big in this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's get back to Joe's email. Since the same drug was used to save Coulson's life, is he an inhuman or enhanced? Oh, God, I wish. Nothing. They have shown no... In fact, oh, Joe, this is something you missed in season two. Um, the thing with... Um, not so much with the fish oil, but the actual Terrigen crystals. If you were a human... Regular good old run-of-the-mill human exposed to it, you turn to stone. And you didn't break out of your little chrysalis and um, get powers. You just died. And what happened to Phil is Phil was exposed to it. And he started to turn to stone. And Mac had to chop his hand off. So that's why he's missing one of his hands. So Yeah, that's why his hand is, he's like So we know now. for sure, like, he reacted not the right way with Terrigen to become an inhuman. And the the... 
the drug, which is the Cree blood, that was seems to have seems to have had no other effect. Which yeah, that was more healing than everything. Why do they both have to be Cree? That's the thing that kills me. Why do they both have to be Cree? Ronan. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, well, they had to bring Phil. It's like they they built season one without having a projection for seasons two, three, yeah. four. So yeah. anyway, so anywho. Um, okay, so yes, is he human or enhanced? Technically, he's neither that we're aware of. If he is, when you complete the thought and expand the title, it makes more sense, not just a generic title. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss, from Won't Get Fooled Again, The Who. Mm. What, if what, if wait, if that is unknown about Coulson, maybe some foreshadowing. I can't say you're right or wrong because they never explained it. Yeah. Um, his f- final question here. Uh, is Fitz getting better naturally, or are there drugs involved with him as well? Last time I watched, he couldn't hold or express a thought. That was all therapy, and he worked with Mac a lot. That's why we love Mac so much. Yeah, Mac did work with him a lot, but they it really kind of just happened. Yeah. There was not a whole lot of uh, explanation to I, it. I took it to be a lot of like, you know how a stroke victim has to relearn a lot of things? I took it to be like that. Yeah, just a lot. Of, but they didn't really tell us about it. It so. was ouchy and painful. It was. And as it happened. It so, yeah. um, so then, uh, Joe, there's another email Joe wrote in about last week's episode. Okay. Specifically. So, um, he says, Lucy only, quote, infected the most powerful, and then in parentheses, violent with a question mark, person in the room. Let's step back for a minute. He infected May. Mm-hmm. But he infected the leader of the other group. She I thought they the all were the affected. Group. You think so? Because they because they made a point of they like all killed each other. I thought. Okay. I could be wrong. Okay. Uh, he goes on to say Lucy has a method. It would be interesting to know if May saw herself as infected if she looked into a mirror. I kind of wonder what direction the director is headed by sending an imprisoned May on a plane with a group of politicians. Yeah, that was dumb. Best outcome, May reaches her destination, is diagnosed and exercised. Murphy's Law outcome, she breaks free and assaults everyone on the plane, making her hunted with no resolution to her problem. I wonder if the director knows what happened at uh, Maelstrom. Eh? We actually have some answers in this episode, so I yeah. can't really It was still that. a stupid move to put her on that plane. It totally was. Uh, yeah, they, what that the hell no was that? That made no sense. Uh, a computer... Okay, he goes on. This is a total other thought. Okay. We're, we're talking about Ada now. A computer or robot would not seek permission to answer a request made by a human. It would just answer. Theoretically, <laughs> unless they've programmed something in that she answers to. Unless he has already um, told her, Radcliffe. don't tell anybody about this. Yeah, or, who knows? Or this is a secret or something. I don't know. Uh, Joe thinks that one, Ada's speech glitch was contrived to put Fitz at ease. Mm, could be. Two, relying on Fitz's reaction to the sight of nude Ada, we can assume that Ada has, as Queenie might put it, all the girly bits. Yeah, she did. And there's no, there's no. The only reason I can see for that feature is to fool humans. Side note, I know Ada's an it, but I will be using she and her as pronouns. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm going to call her a she. They refer to her as, they refer to her as she and her in the show. Yeah. So. so I have no problems with that. Uh, three, the act of shutting her down was a ruse. Okay. Four, Radcliffe must need Fitz to complete her. Yep. Yeah, he, Yeah. that's totally true. And um, Gemma, too, presumably, because he wanted to tell Gemma. Well, I think And Radcliffe, Fitz was the one that put the brakes on that. Well, I think Radcliffe wants to use her for good. I do. Like, I don't get a bad vibe from Radcliffe. I get, 
Radcliffe no, is that guy good. that somebody needs to be behind him going, no. Just because you can do that doesn't mean you should. He's unlawful good. He is. He's, he's just good. He's, he's in it for yeah. the love of science. Yeah. It's going to go terribly wrong, but I don't think it's meant to go wrong. Uh, he na- And Joe also asks, is Fitz now involved in a conspiracy? Technically, yes. Yes. Good job. Uh, I think Robbie with the flaming eyes is the... Okay, I think Robbie with the flaming eyes is when the writer can speak. I don't... Yeah, I, I, I'm, get, I'm getting flaming, that too. Then the writers, okay. I'm getting that too, talk. but also like it seems kind of weird that it's that easy to turn it on and turn it back off again. Uh, and then he asks, and he's he started to use PS. He can use PS. I told John him is not a to, nerd. I, I have my own issues. I told him not. She to giggles at Titley and Eagle Eccleson. Uh huh. So don't just you you do you Joe. Told him not to change who he is. Yeah. Um so PS artificial intelligence developmental android AIDA. Mm. Michael, can you weigh in on that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that we got an explanation for Ada. Yeah, I'm I'm I can't I remember. Think Mike, I know. Uh, Michael, I just know she's know an LMB. Uh, and then PPS, maybe the writers can address social issues using inhuman and AI entitlements uh, to basic human rights. Yeah. I can see that. And if you're really interested in big questions about AI, go watch Westworld, because good lord. Oh my god. Yeah. So heavy. Yeah. So good. So thinky. So good. I'm going to watch the original Westworld this weekend. I've got oh, to. Okay. I've got to. Okay. Got to, so. All right. You ready to get to some... Um, Writer, director. Oh, you just you already did write. Oh, I did write a director yeah, already. You did. Okay, <gasps> titties. Oh yeah, I've locked that out. Um, so we start out in Miami, and Yo Yo Elena is at a bachelorette party, and it's at the, not having a good time. It's at the top of this hotel, and you know why she's not having a good time? Because her friends are dicks. Yeah, they are. Um, they're they're like, oh, you couldn't wear a dress, me. And I'm like, back the fuck off. Um, and so she gets a call from Mac, and she ignores it. And her friend's like, oh, he's cute. And she's going to call him back. And um, he answers the phone, and he's like, yo-yo, yo-yo. And this is when the, um, the, the whole, all the power goes out, including the phone. And they're like, okay. And then they see the entire city blackout. And they're like, rot row. And then, you know, we see a helicopter fly from the sky or fall from the sky so it's like this is this is big this is totally an emp very obviously an emp because that's what happens yeah we did uh did we have we already done emp in agents of shield i think so i think they did it wasn't that device that ward and uh fitz had to disarm in season one kind of an emp-ish type deal i was thinking it had something to do with death walk too but maybe i'm remembering (gasps) incorrectly yeah i think you're right okay I don't know. I could be misremembering. I don't know. But there, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. EMP is a thing. Um, so we go to S.H.I.E.L.D. and we find out that there's this, literally this shadowy guy taking, uh, credit for the blackout. He's Are you sure this isn't the World Council? I know, that's what, that was my first thought. I was like, oh god, please don't let, uh, um, god, Gideon Malik be back. Um, cause sitting in shadow was his deal, man. Uh, but it, he's saying that he's, uh, they're representative of the inhuman resistance. Until they get, you know, like human rights and stuff, uh, they're gonna start blacking out a city, like, every hour. So talk about wanting to end world registration. Uh, again, mutants. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so this is when the director, Fitz and Mac, are watching, and Fitz is like, okay, we can't trace that signal, and Mac is like, um, well, I mean, an inhuman like Lincoln had, like, electric powers, so is it completely inconceivable that somebody else did this that was inhuman? And so, um, this is when somebody's freaking out in their PR department about, oh, this shield's gonna go public in a month, um, and Max worried about Elena because she's in Miami and he yes, lost she contact is. with her. And so this is when Mace tells, um, Mac and Fitz to go to Miami with Colson and, um, and Mac warns, uh, him that Colson wasn't super happy with his last order, i.e. the main thing. So yeah. Cutscene. Yeah. Uh, so we go to the lab, and um, this is when Coulson is there, and I'm kind of surprised they let him in there. He's in there with, with uh, Simmons. Well, Jenna is kind of second in command. That's so. true. Um, and they're monitoring May from afar. She is not doing well. Um, and Gemma's... Yeah, Gemma's not doing well. Gemma's trying to talk them through this, and um, and she ends up getting hang up, hung up on, and um, Coulson wants to know where she is, and she's like, I can't tell you it's classified and this is when mace comes in and he's like he tells him she's at a cdc facility in upstate new york which i thought okay you didn't send uh, the uh, the um asian mobster guy there either you just sent her yeah he's just laying over there but also the cdc is in atlanta but whatever it is but i'm assuming they have other facilities i don't care it's in atlanta okay <laughs> so, just saying so this is when said mobster um goes into convulsions and he dies so i'm like okay so they were not treating him like a contagious entity but whatever um and so Gemma's like okay this is gonna happen to may in a matter of hours if we don't do something and so she's like there might be somebody who can help and mace to his credit says do whatever it takes and she literally jumps to the go yeah and does it there was no explanation which is kind of very care out of character for Gemma because she, she, she likes talking yeah and boom i was like okay and so Colson's like, I'm going with. And he, and Mace is like, no, you're not. You're going to Miami. Because, yeah, I am. Yeah. And so um, he's like, you would make the same call in my position. And Colson's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, you don't have to be a dick about it. Um, so we go back to Elena. And um, people are starting to panic. Humans do not do well in a blackout when they have previously had power. I'm assuming Stone Age was not a constant riot. But um, <laughs> how do you know? I know. And so she immediately is like, I think this was an EMP. Uh, no shit. And um, I did like that they had bits of their conversation in Spanish. Yes. Like, as soon as it got technical, she switched to Spanish. Because can you think about it? Like, your first language, that's where you're going to go yeah. to explain something that's more technical. So I, I liked that. Um, it wasn't just like everybody miraculously speaks English all the time. And they are in Miami and these yeah. are obviously Hispanic. Yeah, and they've known each other people. for a long time. Yeah. They they all speak Spanish and so I kinda thought well, that was Well they're great. also maintaining Elena's character. Yeah. Um and so this is when the uh bride to be Maria wants to find her fiance and Elena's like, Let's maybe not leave. We're safer up here and she's like, No, I have to find him. Yeah. Um so we go to uh we go to LA and Okay, I wanna address one thing here. Okay. Um, and you question this because it's dark in Miami and it's daylight in LA. Yeah. Three hour time difference. I know, but yeah. If it's. It's daylight for a good little while in LA though. If it's seven o'clock in Miami, it's four o'clock in the afternoon in LA. It stayed light it, longer than it should. It could happen. It could happen, but it I, could I got happen. the feeling that it was later in the night 
Okay, so the okay, you have to suspend some disbelief. I know, but it could be. It could like it's theoretically possible. It could happen. Yeah. Okay. Four time zones. Okay. Okay. Um. So Robbie pulls over to get gas, and they start talking about uh, his connection to the Momentum Lab, and it's his it's his uncle, and um, because Daisy knows all this, she she. Did all her her hackery research on him. She likes to research her demons of vengeance. There you go. And um, this is where I got the flirty flirt vibe. It wasn't from Robbie. It was from Daisy. I kind of got that she was using her feminine wiles to get him to. I open hope that's up all it her. is. Because uh, first of all, Daisy, you a hot mess. You don't need to be in a relationship with anybody right now. Because damn, oh my child, I could not stand her in another relationship. No. After Ward and Lincoln. Lincoln, yeah. Well, no, there was the douche was nozzle the, in was season the, one. The ex, other hacker dude, yeah. mm-hmm. then Ward, then Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Stand on your own two feet, woman. There you go. Um, and so she uh, basically, the uncle uh, went to prison for attempted murder, and he was an engineer at this lab, which I'm kind of. I kind of, I think that's why this episode didn't sit great with me, is because I want more of the Lucy storyline, and I find the rest of this a lot of boring. Yeah. Um. And so we're just, this is the only mention we get of it. And um, this is when we find out that London's been blacked out now. and Which apparently I forgot 20 minutes later. Yeah, and Robbie's like, oh, I really hope this doesn't happen in L.A. because my little brother's on the subway and he might get stranded in a bad part of town and of course this is exactly when of course it happens to la so yeah wah, wah. um so we go to uh radcliffe's home and he's setting up and ada's helping except for and i and i did kind of respect this she's not perfect because he told he rattles off this list of orders and she kind of pauses and he's like uh let's go and she's like i'm looking up the acronym asshole I was bothered by the fact that she's a computer program that couldn't figure out what these acronyms were faster than that. Yeah. Like, boy, to be so technologically advanced, she dumb? Well, and he didn't do a good job programming her if he didn't... Yeah, then he sucks. Yeah. Yeah, but... you would just think that it, she's not quite AI yet, because yeah. as far as we know, she hasn't gained sentience. Yeah. Um, she's still a, a robot. Yeah. Um... To be so dumb. Yeah. Why are you so dumb? Why are you so dumb? She's afraid of horses. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so this is when we find out that uh, he's he's upset because May's coming in and, and that's the only reason he has to put her to sleep and he apologizes and she's like, it's fine. Um, and so he's... But she knows that somebody's there, but she doesn't understand acronyms. Yeah, because he's about to seal her up behind that bookcase and she's like, they're here. And so we're like, okay. I don't like it. Okay. So, um, so Simmons comes in and May's being brought in and she sees the, the demon faces or whatever we want to call them. Um, and she's raving. She's worse than she was before. And so he, um, he has this like apparatus that he's going to put on her and normally it's used for VR. So he says, normally I could just beam this calm scene to her and she'd be fine, but we're going to use it to map her brain, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, and convenient. Yeah. And so Gemma tells him that they have basically less than six hours until she dies. So, you know, no rush. Good times. Yeah. Um, so Colson and team are headed to Miami. Um, and this is when we, we see him watching the news and we see Senator Rota Nadir, um, 
and she's she's spewing some hatred about the Inhumans. Uh. Um, because now we find out Moscow's been blacked out, and um, Shield has relocated Inhumans because of this. And so Coulson's like, no, nope, this doesn't feel good. And Fitz is like, um, he confirms that it, this has to be an EMP. Yeah, right, as opposed to powers. Right. And so he's like, he's like, I've got everything I need. No problem. We can fix this. And you're like, okay. Fitz, Fitz is on the job. It's going to be completely fine. It'll be fine. He said so in like the first 15 minutes. It's great. Um, so Robbie uh, is able to, his car still works. Um, because Daisy clearly points out earlier than the 80s, uh, no computer parts. Yeah. The second that they did the EMP in LA, my first thought was that car is going to be fine. Yeah. Because it has no electronic parts. Yeah. So that was that was kind of smart. Respect for the classics, man. There you respect. Go. And so uh, he's able to pull up uh, just as Gabe is getting hassled by some guys, and um, so he. Uh, th- but on the way to Gabe, they're talking, and she's like, "Oh, you want to get rid of the whole possessed by the devil thing that she still doesn't believe in." Um, and he's like, yeah. And so he says that he tried to, um, he thought settling the score for Gabe would, would take it away and it didn't. Then he started settling other people's scores and now he wants to settle the score for his uncle. And I'm like, um, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result is insanity, but you, you go do you, Robbie. (laughs) Well, he's looking for the specific thing he's supposed to avenge. Yeah. Maybe ask the devil before you sign. Maybe. I mean, just... Hey, what do I need to do? Yeah. Like, how where's do I the, get... Where's read, the small print? Read the fine print, exactly. I mean, if we learn nothing from Supernatural, is that to read the fine print. There you go. Um, and so this is when... Crowley would never make this deal. Of course not. Of course not. So this is when we see Gabe, and he's getting hassled, and they they uh, ride up, and, and they, uh, you know, they get these thugs, and the guy touches the, guy touches the car. You should never touch the car. No. Um, because he gets his hand burned. Um, he runs a little hot. Daisy, Daisy's delighted by the whole thing. And they, they end up fighting with these guys. And uh, Daisy hurts herself again. Okay, specifically, because the first time I watched this, everything happened so fast. She didn't hit anybody with that arm. She didn't defend herself Mm-mm. with the arm. She used her powers, and which finally broke her arm. So yeah. you're seeing an escalated... Yeah. Consequence. Yeah. I'm telling you, this is like, this is womp thick, man. We're just beating up on Daisy and I, I don't know. like it. Um, and so, uh, Gabe is fine and Daisy introduces, they get introduced no, no. to. Gabe is still standing. Yeah, he said that. Robbie is sunshine and rainbows. That's true. That's true. Oh, yeah. I can't even with yeah. these people. And so then they're going to take Gabe home. Um, so we go to Miami, and uh, this is when Yo-Yo's friends are, are trying to leave, and she's like, this is a bad idea. And this is when some armed men break in. And they're like, oh, we're here for the inhuman. And you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, so May, uh, they're trying to uh, get a map of her brain. And it was kind of cool, and it felt very Tony Starkey, which is great, because it should. Because mm-hmm. um, that's the universe we're in. He uh, isolates basically this electrical storm that's happening in her adrenal system. It's it's her fight or flight is in constant um, overload right now, and yeah. that's what is killing people. They're basically scared to death. Too much adrenaline will kill you. It's like it a waking was, nightmare. 
it was it seemed like a very basic explanation but it worked yeah it did and so they're like that's great we just still don't know what to do about it yeah so this is a very jumpy episode so we go to colson and they're they're gonna head to to the last known location of when when elena took the call which is this penthouse bar and um so Max just like, listen, this doesn't, I mean, like, I understand why the phone, it, EMP only affects the electronic devices that are in use or that are turned on at the time. He's like, she can't find a phone that wasn't turned on. He's like, this sucks. And, um, Fitz, Fitz he's a, being a little bitch. Fitz is like, it's fine. She's dancing with hot guys. And Max like, I ain't touching that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, so we go to these goons that are there to get the inhuman. And they know that an inhuman is there. And so they want information. Yeah, that really bugged me. And this is when... Yeah, I have issues with that as well. Um, this is when we find out Elena's friends are even dipshittier. Because her friend Maria is like, Oh, God, I, one of them is here. They're freaks. And Elena's like, They're just people like the rest of us are. And they're like, Nuh-uh. And so this is when one asshole thinks that the guy that's been doing magic isn't inhuman. And so they drag the guy forward. Um, so we go back to S.H.I.E.L.D. and... Mace calls Coulson, and he's like, "There, this is happening all over the place." And he's like, "I need a win, buddy." And this is just when the power goes out. Win for, with a capital W. This is when it goes out for Coulson and Mac and Fitz, and their uh, car dies. And Fitz is like, "Fuck!" It's not just an EMP that went off once. This is a continuous pulse EMP. And he's like, "Okay, yeah, well, see, I, I was really, I was wondering that too." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was wondering all these same things because that's how an EMP works. Because I've used EMPs in, in games. You, have, yeah. you see it all the time in video games. It's a constant weapon in science fiction. Oh, yeah. You know, it's so scary. You turn off all electronics. Yeah, I mean, um, Black Widow uses it. She has those little discs. Mm-hmm. Little, those that EMP short discs. out. Yeah. 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 So it's a common trope. Oh, it absolutely but is. But it didn't work like this, but they did explain it, and it yeah. made me very happy. Um, and so he goes into the back, and he's like, basically, all of this is useless. And he's like, we're going to have to go old school. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. It's great. Uh, with his slide rule. Uh, and I'm so proud. Because Coulson calls him slide rule, and I'm like, you've been around Mac too long. And it was capitalized in everything in the captions. Wasn't it? That's yeah. awesome. Um, so they go, to, they go to Robbie's apartment, and... Um, He's, this is where it really bothered me. You, you kept seeing Gabe in the kitchen and they're in the next room and it's an open, like an open arch. Yeah. And they're talking about like all this stuff. And all she says is your night job. So yeah, she doesn't say you're the demon of vengeance, but she's like, and he's like, yeah, I've been stabbed and shot and run over twice. And I'm like, Gabe is right fucking there. And then at the end, he's like, he doesn't know about my night job. But the takeaway here is that Robbie is basically invincible. Invincible. And I was I was like immortal is not the right word, no. but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our that's that's our takeaway from this little conversation. Um so we go back to the Miami shitstorm that is uh poor Elena's evening and um they're beating this guy up and he's like, I am a fucking magician and they're like, oh, I don't know, sounds inhumany. And they're going to shoot him, except Elena uses her powers to get the guns out of their hands. 
And this is when Maria sees it. And she's like, oh, my God, you freak. Oh, my God. And she rats her out. And I I was so pissed. I can't. I. Wow. I was so pissed. And uh, just as the guys are about to move on her, um, Colson Mack and Fitz arrive. So, okay, before we get to that scene, because I do really want to talk about this this upcoming scene. Um, So, Elena was like. Uh, where where was it that she was like fighting drug gangs? And... Columbia. Okay, so she was in Columbia fighting drug gangs, but this is her f- best friend. Yeah. Like yeah. this is so totally not her style. Yeah. This woman, her personality is totally opposite of Elena. I cannot imagine the two of them even being acquaintances, much less friendly and she, enough and to be to a bridesmaid. Point, and she's to the point of saying, like, we've been friends for 10 years. This doesn't change anything. Oh, and they never, well, they never do say maid of honor or matron, whatever. But she's part but of the wedding party. Yeah. Party. Party. Yeah. So I just can't imagine these two being friends. So anyway, so there's this fight scene. Maria, you can okay. sit on a cactus. So I watched the scene in slow motion from the time the three of them Walk through the door because damn, that was hot and sexy. Yeah, okay, it was. yeah, it was. And through the entire fight scene, I could not find a single cut. Oh wow! In the scene, I watched it in slow motion, looking for the cut in mm-hmm. the scene. So you're watching it, and you can see um, Mac. There, it's mostly following Mac to start with. And Mac uh, hits a guy, and then, you know, he flips him over, mm-hmm. and then flips him over Coulson's back. Yeah. Okay, Coulson leans over, and he flips him over yeah. his back. Okay, so back up on that scene. Mac goes and hits the dude. Mm-hmm. And you can see Coulson in the background punching out somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then over on the other side of the screen, you can see one of the watchdog dudes with Maria hold with a knife to her throat. Yeah. And Elena is just standing right in front of him, but they're not doing anything. So that was kind of a fail. But yeah. it was very much a 360 scene. Yeah. Because then it goes to Coulson, and Coulson does this other thing. And then while Coulson's doing his bit, you can see Fitz in the background. And then it goes, it focuses on Fitz, and then he attacks yeah. the other dude and slams it like, damn, it Fitz beautiful. has learned how to fight. It's very seamless. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can very see. Well done. Yeah. You can see what's going on in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very well choreographed. I was, I was impressed. I was impressed for S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. Yeah, for, for television level choreography, this felt very Avengers level. Because that's the thing, like, we bitch about a lot of this stuff on this TV show. I know the reality of putting a a show together is, I think, what, they have like a 10-day shooting schedule usually per episode. Seven to eight in some instances. It's so quick. Yeah. There's not a lot of time for nuance. Or to learn how to do something. Or to stage something like this. Because this yeah. is, I mean, this has to be choreographed and rehearsed and staged. And so I, when I see something like this, I'm just even more impressed. Because it's not like, well, we took a they month to film this three-minute thing. Yeah, exactly. Like film does. So, yeah, I was really impressed oh, with this. Oh, I was highly. But when I watched it in slow motion and was I was watching the background... Yeah. I was far more impressed, which means that the later fight scene, I was very disappointed. Yeah, you were. So. Yeah. You were anyway. Like, wah, wah. Anyway. Um, and so Maria, at the very end of this, tells her to stay away from her. And I just want to punch her. And so um, this is when Elena fills them in and that they knew that she was there. And they talk about the registration a little bit. So, um, this is when we, real quick scene, we get, um, May gets worse 
And this is when Radcliffe is like, well, we're just going to have to kill her. Wow. It was so matter of fact. It was kind of funny. Um, so before we go any further, I did want to, uh, remind everybody that we enjoy the feedback. Yeah, we do. Uh, you can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Or you can get us on Twitter at randomtcasts. Or on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. Or on the Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts, where right now we've, we have an interesting conversation going. We do. Um, we have several listeners who get on there, um, and... They're starting to talk to each other, so... (laughs) Wow, people talk. They've achieved sentience. (laughs) It's kind of scary. Um, (laughs) But there's there's some interesting uh, questions going on there. Yeah. Um, Like, would you rather have a replicator or a teleporter? Yeah. You should weigh in. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, check that out. It's actually kind of some uh, research for a new podcast we've got going. Yeah, yeah. Called uh, Random Revelries. It's kind of a catch-all. Yeah. When we see a movie we want to talk about for a couple minutes, but it's not enough to do a whole cast, or we're playing a certain video game, or we read a book, or we read a comic book, or anything, really. Some news hits the news. Yeah. Wow, that was Some entertainment news or whatever. Yeah, some entertainment news. Or just, you know, we had a thought, like, would you rather have a teplicator? A teplicator? You just made them the... I did. There you go. You solved the problem. I solved it. You have Good both. job. You get food and get to go somewhere at the same time. <laughs> I have achieved flight. There you go. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's an upcoming podcast. Uh, look for it. It'll be great. Um, speaking of podcasts, if you go to randomtpodcast.com, you, you, can, check out, you can check out all of our other podcasts. We have several. Have your fill. A bunch <laughs> of them. Um, but also, while you're there, check out our sponsor. Unofficial Natural Phantom Fragrances. Absolutely. And let's see. This week... Uh, there it is uh our our feature scent of the week is storm Ooh. uprising yeah. storm yeah uh, Get it? Uh, uh, see what uh, i did there uh. see what i did there <laughs> um it's a blend of orange lavender and cypress Ooh, yum rain oh, wait forest after rain swirled with citrus very much like hermione yule ball without the cinnamon yeah without the christmas so it's like Christmas without Christmas. Christmas. So um, it's a Marvel character. Yeah, there you go. And also uh, the wife of Panther. I would like to point yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, by yeah. The way, by the way, by the way, uh, Storm is always canonically at least. Storm has always been one of my favorite. I X-Men. love Storm. I fucking love Storm. She's awesome. Next to um, Professor X, but Storm. Uh, so it's a it's a scent created for those uh, with menopause symptoms. Oh, okay. Like, you were I, gifted some, weren't you? No, I don't have any storm. I thought you were. No. I thought you, they sent you some. No. Oh, the, we must have been smelling the uh, samples they sent for the con, maybe. Because I think I've smelled storm. We've all smelled a storm. But, yeah, but <coughs> that's, it sounds like it's, I yeah. have not. <clears throat> I know you're yet. not, but, you know. So, uh, well, no, I haven't smelled any yet. Oh, I mean, I haven't, I don't, hmm, words. I don't have any yet, so. <laughs> Anyway, but if you check out our website, there's a, a coupon code there, Random Tea Podcast. No S. And it'll get you 10% off $5 or more. And I believe Storm is $7 for a two-ounce okay. bottle. So cool. there you go. There you go. And can get you uh, 10% off of that one bottle right there. So um, check them out. They're awesome. Okay. Cool. Anything else you wanted to bring up? Probably. Okay. Can I remember it? No. Okay, I'm just going to go. I think, go. I'm, I'm I think gonna, we're good. All right, I'm going to go on with the recap. Keep then. going. 
Um, so this is when Coulson interrogates this, uh, this guy. And, uh, he just shoots him. And Mac is As like, you do. Mac is like, the fuck? <laughs> Poor Mac is gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> and so, um, uh, so this is when we find out that he's wearing, he's wearing this really fancy vest. And, uh, Mac looks at it and he's like, uh, this ain't your weekend warrior stuff. No. This is high tech. And Coulson's like, yeah, like the fancy EMP. And so this is when, um, they see the tattoo. Um, and I was like, wow, right. that's, that's really low key of you okay, to have so, all have tattoos of a watchdog. So when we start a revolution, let's not get matching tattoos. Don't get matching tattoos. Okay. To where it's like, wait a minute, they're working together. And it's a fucking watchdog. It's not even like an inhuman thing no yeah so so they they notice the tattoo and it's it's the fucking watchdogs which you know there's our our resident hate group i've played that game yeah i know you have okay um there's a new one coming out soon isn't it yeah there is watchdogs too yeah (laughs) how creative i do um so uh, daisy is uh sturgling in the kitchen with her arm of it looks terrible yeah and she's She's just not in a good place. And Gabe's like, so how do you know my brother? And she's like, oh, she he uh, gave me a ride. And he's like, yeah, he doesn't do that. Sounds <laughs> fake. And so, and Daisy fires right. He's like, how do you, how do you hurt your hand? And she's like, it was a car accident. How'd you, how'd you get in a wheelchair? And I'm like, Jesus, Daisy, you're supposed to be the, the adult here. She is not very empathetic. Oh my god. She's always been. Okay, this is almost like season one, Daisy. Yeah. Very She's arrogant, regressed. very um, selfish, yeah. very whiny. I'm gonna take over the world, yeah, alone, yeah, by myself with my eyeliner. All the eyeliner. It's it's very it's buffy the, though. It's the mesh shirt that bothers okay, me. Okay, so also in this scene, she is sweating like a pig. Yeah, her, but makeup. her makeup is perfect. I'm like, where do I? That's sign because up? that sweat is them making dewy. It's probably like an Avion spray. Whatever. Yeah. Nobody sweats like that. No. Um, and so this is when we find out that Gabe is the one taking care of Robin. Oh, sure. Sure. And uh, he wants to know if Daisy's a bad person. Because she is. Yeah. Um, and so Elena uh, searches the watchdogs back in, back in Miami, and she finds a list of inhumans from the registration, and they wonder how the hell they got that. Oh, shit. But we do find out S.H.I.E.L.D. is not the only government agency with it. Um. And so this is when also Fitz has decided he has a way to track well, the, the EMP. Okay, S.H.I.E.L.D. technically doesn't exist as a government agency, right. first of all. And the Sokovia Accords was signed by 117 countries. So, yep. yeah, that list is going to be held by a lot of different people. And that's part of the problem with such yeah. a list. Actually, is all these, all these agencies Absolutely. saying, yeah, we're totally going to keep it safe. And somebody like Steve is over here going, no, you yeah, won't. I'm pretty sure you're not even capable of that. No. Somebody's going to leak it. And if it's leaked just once, it's out there. That's it. So, yeah. Um, and so Fitz is going to make uh, compasses like a giant, giant science baby. And I love him. After counting the impulses with chimpanzees. Yes. Chimpanzee one. He's like, it's basic Chimpanzee science. two. Which was so adorable. It was so precious. Um, so this is when we go back to Radcliffe and Simmons. And he basically explains his whole, we have to kill her comment. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of surprised he wasn't like, oh, I said that just to be shocking so we could cut away um, and go to a different scene. What I really meant is, um, basically, they want to turn her brain off and turn it back on again. <laughs> <laughs> well, sounds right. 
That's I what mean, you that's do. That's a legit thing. He's like, basically... It, Have you plugged it in? Exactly. He needs to restart her brain because then the electrical storm basically that's happening in her brain will stop. Okay, but this cliffhanger is the better one. Yeah. Are you okay? No. We're about to kill May. Cutscene. Yeah. <laughs> her delivery, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was precious. I love Simmons. Um, so this is when they... Uh, May flatlines... Because she Gemma gives her some kind of a shot, and uh, they start counting down because they're like, we have seven minutes until um, brain uh, until we start getting brain damage, um, and so you think, okay, they've got science on their side. That's totally doable, um, and so uh, then we get a really quick shot of Fitz explaining that the pulse is magnetic, and he's going to use his little homemade compasses to it gets track it. Very very jumpy at this point, it and is. I don't like it. And I guess it's to build tension. Yeah. It fails. Uh, so we go back to May, and of course, Gemma's about to uh, use the paddles on her when they get hit by an EMP, too. Who didn't see that coming? I know, right? And so Gemma, you know, administers CPR, and it's very frantic, and I am not happy. Um, so this is when Mace is, uh, you know, he realizes that it's hit DC. And so we've, this is really confirmation that the shield is now based out of DC officially because that's the pulse that hit Radcliffe and Radcliffe lives near shield and da, 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 da. But they didn't lose power at shield base. No, I thought that was interesting too. So I don't know where they are. Maybe they're, well, and that's the thing, like I would consider well, it was the kinda, Yeah, when you did look at the map, they said it covers the same area, but it's still kind of random as to where, yeah. because the shape of it was different. And, if you, look you know, at the like, map. like the CIA is in Langley. I consider that to be DC based, but it's actually in Langley, Virginia. So it's far, it's a good ways away. So maybe S.H.I.E.L.D. is. Sounds fake, but okay. Yeah. Um, and so he, he gives uh, Phil one more hour. Or he's going to send soldiers into the blackout area, which is only going to make things better um, to take the Inhumans out because they are. But the president's going to be under pressure to do something, yep. and Shield doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we we get a quick thing of Fitz triangulates and does some stuff, Science. and he, he finds it, and so they're going to head out to get it. And so um, we go back to Simmons, and Gemma is. Basically noping this. She noped Melinda back into existence. She did. Well, it happened with Phil, so. Um, <laughs> so uh, this is when uh, Radcliffe's like, well, we could jumpstart her heart. And he's like, ha Ada has a power cell. I don't know why this wasn't affected. Which apparently, no, he, he does explain that it has an independent oh, power source shielded. and that it's shielded and blah, blah, blah. He does explain it. I know. But um, and of course they use it. Did to, you want me to die? No, I didn't. Okay. I'll take what I can get. All right. It's fine. Okay. Uh, so they use it and of course they wake her up and, um, and she's, you know, herself again and Gemma hugs her and I was like, finally, somebody hugs somebody. And so, hey, now wait. I know. There Gemma was, hugged Mac. I know. Okay. There have been other hugs, but not enough. And anytime. And of course, there's there never enough, enough. There's never enough May hugs. That's true. May is not a hugger. And even then, she she was like, what? All right. <laughs> May hugs like I'm a, I hug. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um. So we get Phil and the others, and they are going to take this EMP out. And of course, it's guarded by watchdogs. And um, we get we get some Elena running around. Okay, um, so I watched this scene on slow motion. Yeah, and you were I was very disappointed. Um, Elena grabs about 
six to eight different guns. What does she do with them in between? Mm-hmm. Don't know. They're just not there anymore. And yeah. I'm like, you only have two hands. I, you may be really fast, but <laughs> you only have two pockets. So yeah. where did she put the guns? And yeah. then there's, I understand that the EMP pulse is going. So there was the reason for why it was dark. And then do you know how strenuous dramatic. it is to watch that in slow motion? Yeah. Then it was dark suck. and then it was light and it was dark and it was light and it was yeah. terrible. Um, lots of cut scenes. Yeah. Very closed in. Not near as well choreographed. Terrible. No. Although Fitz beating the crap out of somebody with a um, fire extinguisher was pretty sweet. I'll take that. I do like it when we get to see her point of view almost. Mm-hmm. We see her running through whoa, whoa, and everybody whoa, whoa, else. Whoa, 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 yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Very yeah. bionic woman. Yeah. Um, and that felt very, unlike what they did with Quicksilver in the MCU, that felt very Quicksilver in the X-Men movies. Yeah. Where he's just kind of gliding through. Oh, playing uh, Time in a Bottle. Yeah. That was beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Um, and so, of course, they, they, you know, take the guys out and they turn the power back on, which apparently it's that easy. No, because the entire power grid would have completely collapsed and everything that was turned on would come back on at exactly the same time. And then it would. All they had to do was the flip the grid. switch on the EMP and everything worked again. That's totally how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen too many post-apocalyptic movies. Yeah. Um, and so Coulson finds out that these guys have passports and visas on them, which is a rookie, rookie mistake. Um, and he's like, oh, they're global now. We're like, They uh-oh. took out Moscow, Moscow and, London. and London. Oh, and now we know they're global. I'm like, oh, okay, Phil, whatever. So he calls uh, Mace and says, we have a solve. We <laughs> We have a solve. I'm like, you have a salve? What? Like, what Just is put this? some cream on it. It'll be fine. Like, what is that? Who says that? We have Bill. a fix. We have a solution. We have a solution. We know what to do. We have a solve. <laughs> Phil. What even are words? Oh, honey. Yeah, I've never heard anybody say that. No. Um. So we go back to Daisy and Gabe just having a little chit chat. And um, Daisy tries to stick up for Inhumans. And they start talking because she can't go to the hospital. And the power comes back. And he's like, is Daisy your real name? She's like, yeah. He's like, you also go by Quake? Uh-oh. Erps. And he's like, um. No, it's fine. I won't say anything. Stay away from my brother, though. Because um, he's ne- he needs good people around him. And you're not it. And, yeah. Yeah, sounds fake, but okay. He's trying to protect his brother. He is, and I get that, but, you know. I think Gabe knows more than Robbie thinks he does. Well, that's the thing. Like, they're talking like Gabe is an infant and doesn't recognize words. And he's like, you know, four feet away while Robbie's being like, yeah, been stabbed, cut, run over by a car twice, miraculously healed. You know, I'm like, Gabe, yeah, Gabe knows stuff. Um, so this is when Colson calls Mace and tells him about the whole watchdog thing. And he's like, um, you know, maybe it's time for S.H.I.E.L.D. to come back early. Don't wait the month. But we have it's, a timeline. Um, yeah. And it's like, well, shit's happening and this is the, this is a good time. And, so um. I get the feeling from this scene that Mace is... I hate to rhyme. Mace is a face mm-hmm. of S.H.I.E.L.D., but Coulson's really running things. Because Coulson said, you need to do it now. Jeffrey's like, boop, boop, boop. No, no. You need to do but it now. But yet there's also all this classified bullshit that 
Colson se- can't seem to get around. Hmm, that's true. Mace is like the red tape. Yeah. <laughs> this is where they make red tape. Yeah. So, but he really, when Colson kind of put his foot down, Mace was like, okay. But in the end, Colson was like, it's up to you. Do what you want. But no, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Mac goes to talk to Elena at the base and he's not happy with her. Boy lays down a guilt trip and I don't respect him for that. Well, the whole. Come, just say it. Yeah. The whole Daisy thing. And, um, she basically is like, you should respect what Daisy wants. Um, they start talking cause she knows about Ghost Rider and, um, this is when, you know, she says there's nothing between them and I'm upset and Fitz and Colson show up and they are looking at the people that worked at Momentum and then they see Jeffrey on the news and he is announcing that the Inhumans were not responsible and they were, uh, they were caused by human extremists and, um, then we get a quick shot of Gabe watching the news uh, as Robbie comes home and, oh, Daisy's not there. She must have left. Hmm. And then we see, go back to the press conference and Mace announces that S.H.I.E.L.D. is back. It's an, oh, I thought he was going to announce Phil Coulson. Yeah. It's but he said friend. an old friend. And I'm like, <gasps> oh. Yeah. Well, Coulson was known to people in those circles, but he was not known to the public. And we don't know how well known Fury was. To the general public. Yeah, I don't like that. that but, um, so May calls and tells Colson that she's okay, but she's super pissed. Boy, she recovered from being completely insane to dying, and boy, she's just right back up. I would expect Jenna, Gemma to be, like, hooking her up to IVs and... Oh, how do you know she hasn't tried? Mama bearing all over her. Ma- yeah, but Mama May ain't gonna put up with that I know, shit. Gemma can be pretty... Pretty forceful. Pretty forceful when she needs yeah. to be. Um, and so Colson's like, oh, you're right where you belong. And I'm like, yeah. And so Daisy listens, uh, from, from the radio in her van as Mace talks about trust as she downs some more of her stolen pills. Um, and so this is when we see the, uh, the, what was she, a senator? Hold on. Congresswoman, I think. Was it a congresswoman? One of the houses. Senator. At least in my notes. One of the houses. Uh, so she is of Nadir, and so we see her, and she's going through the mail, and she's watching uh, this statement she made earlier about Inhumans and how they're controlling S.H.I.E.L.D. and da-da-da-da, and they really are responsible for the blackout, and this is a smokescreen, and, you know, da-da-da-da-da. And so she, she gets a call, and they tell her that despite the fact that they were stopped... Um, they eliminated 17 Inhumans today. Damn, that's a lot. And so she's like, that's that's a start. And so she's about to go, and she starts talking to somebody. You want me to leave the TV on? And the camera pans, and she leaves, and it's her brother in what looks like a terogenesis cocoon. cocoon. Yeah. It's one of the reasons, Joe, I wanted to explain this really well to you um, earlier. Yes, it seems pretty relevant now. Is So now I'm really confused because... Before, it only took a short period of time. Now, I think I remember it being reported that some took longer than others. But is this what was going to happen to Phil if he didn't get his hand cut off? Which, what happened to Trip? Trip exploded. Well, yeah. We, we, which I'm still But Phil was going to be turned to stone if he didn't get his hand chopped off. So, if there was no explosions, 
is, I mean, is her brother, because she talks to her brother, though. That's what's weird. I think he's going to be another inhuman. And he's just cooking? Yeah. He's, he's still in I the wonder, womb. I wonder if they're going to bring in the royal family. I don't know. Because we've talked about the, uh, yeah. the, 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 the inhuman royal family, so. So, I don't know. So, and I, I like this actress, um, but she's uh, a hate I knew she was in on it, though. I did, too. I did, too. So, and they just waste no time in letting us know that. And I'm kind of glad they did that because this isn't another Rosalind thing where you're like, is she or isn't she? Like, we know she's a bad guy. Which Rosalind wasn't, which was a pleasant surprise. Yes, it was. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, but she does refer to him as her brother, so that kind of denotes and we couldn't, family. we couldn't so. see the mail that she was going through because yeah, it, it. it was at his house. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, you paused it and tried to read. I did. The best you got was what, North Carolina? Wilmington, uh, North Carolina was okay. the city on it. He got a lot of mail. Yeah, it was a lot Hand of mail. addressed mail. Like, who gets handwritten mail these days? Yeah. Man? Yeah. So there you go. That's crazy. So that was our episode. All right, so I've got uh, feedback. Okay, hit me with it. Uh, Chris wrote in, which, by the way, she's doing just fine. Good, good, good. After the hurricane. Glad you made it so, through. Yeah. So uh, she says, Hi, all. Can Mac and Yo-Yo just kiss and make little inhuman babies who are always so done? <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes. That, I like that. That fight scene, though, I swear to God, if Marvel ever tries to kill off May, I will riot. Uh, I'm more than a little terrified to get my hopes up, but the, these ghosties are starting to make me think more and more of the Doctor Strange trailers, more so than most yep. of the crossovers we've gotten thus far. Yep. Totally agree. We, we looked at the poster up close uh, this weekend. Mm-hmm. and said that oh yeah that looks a lot like mad's uh makeup it does i rarely consider scenes hot in this series but that fight scene man yeah it Fitz was. has gone from precious cinnamon roll to honey badger <laughs> <laughs> yeah he has i love it uh most definitely a hufflepuff give me some more Fitz, mac colson tag teams pretty please oh my god they're so much fun together Oh, also, can I point out that uh, I mentioned while we were watching this that Coulson's not wearing his suits anymore. Yeah. And he's got his sleeves rolled up, and he looks field ready. Yeah. For lack of a better he does. <clears throat> term there. Hmm. They're also not wearing those shield jackets, or any, they're not wearing any kind of uniform. Windbreakers yeah. or anything like that, yeah. Interesting. So uh, back to Chris's email. I was genuinely terrified they were going to kill off May in this episode. I had my pitchfork ready. As well you should have. Is it just me, or does it feel like they're trying to set up a possible Daisy slash Robbie romance? Oh, I hope not. It's been gnawing at the back of my brain since the first episode, but I really felt it for some reason in this episode. They're definitely pushing for something between Daisy and Rosie. I really hope not. Oh. Uh, and I'm and to be quite frank, I'm still getting iffy vibes about director Tony Stark wannabe. Yeah. I don't know. He just seems to be too much of a show off. Too friendly to be a spy. Something has got to be off here. Yeah, I'm I'm worried there's something squiffy with him, too. And she says to have a marvelous day. Aw. All right. And uh, Michael. Yay. Yay. Which uh, is kind of a two-parter because he had to follow up. Okay. So don't let me forget that part. Okay. Uh, Says, aloha, ladies. Let's start start this episode by saying Yo-Yo has crappy friends. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah, they made me so mad. Right on. Right. On to some quick thoughts. Uh, dump. Quick. Quick though dumps? On the rest of this mess. Thought I found dumps. it. Thought dumps. Okay. I found it interesting that S.H.I.E.L.D. wasn't public before this episode. I felt like it was. Yeah. Mace didn't seem as swarmy this time. Still don't trust him, but at least he seems more legitimate in his actions this episode. 
Daisy still has her tactical suit, so the fact that she's using her powers regularly without it makes me feel that it's a case of self-abuse. Yeah, I could I could see that because she's so guilty and she deserves to die and all this she other crap. She wants no attachments and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, with the self-pity she's showing, it would surprise that she feels uh, deserves to be hurt. The jumping from plotline to plotline was a bit too much to me this episode. I understand they're juggling multiple storylines, but I think it could do them some justice with fewer cuts. They have 40-plus minutes. They don't need to switch every two minutes. Yeah. I think they were still they were trying to build up tension. I think they were, too. And nobody likes that. Um, Daisy and Robbie, please don't let this become a ship. I really feel like they're leading to that, and there is no way it would end well. So Gabe can figure out that Daisy is quake but can't, but uh, but can't put together the flaming heading guy s- happens to drive the same car as Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean? Gabe has to know that Robbie is Ghost Rider. If he doesn't, then the rider screwed up. And if he does know, <laughs> then we have to raise the BS flag on her being a bad influence on Robbie, especially after uh, see save Gabe. Yeah. The watchdogs have tattoos. Why do the bad guy groups always have tattoos? Makes it harder to go incognito. <laughs> At least put them someplace inconspicuous. Anyone else think the blackout patterns look like some kind of symbology? Mm. Did not notice. I didn't notice that. But it, it was, they made a point of saying it wasn't just like a radius. Yeah, it wasn't a circle. Yeah. I wonder if it had something to do with going around corners or, or power grids or something like that. Well, then there's that. Then there's like full cement walls. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I don't know. Senator Nadir is being shown as the ringleader of the Watchdogs. Somehow I get the feeling she isn't the top banana, though. Probably not. Much like Gideon Malik used Price. Ah. I think there's someone higher than Nadir. Someone with access to high-tech arms and armor, for example. Spoiler for Luke Cage. (laughs) For those that watch Luke Cage, there is a tie to Justin Hammer. Ooh. Ah, Hammer. Hammer time. What if Marvel Television is setting him up as their new big bad? I'm probably way off, but Arms Dealer will benefit from a war on humans and other powered individuals. What's up with Nadir's crusty brother? No one, uh, like no one has noticed the ashy statue in the apartment. <laughs> I think it's a house. I don't think it's an apartment. I think yeah, it's a house. I, think it's, I think it's a house, but still. Uh, <laughs> uh, yo, Yama need to have a nice long chat. This is a ship I think we all want, but they need to... Uh, clear all the air first yeah oh he's talking about yo-yo and mac oh yeah yo-yo ma yo-yo ma that's their really? shit name i love it that's I adorable it. i thought i was talking about may i hope yo-yo gets bumped to series regular eventually she totally needs to be i love her yeah uh yay may lives i was very worried for you michael i was i was there yeah. for you man. i know we were we were like oh <laughs> even if they had to kill her to do it i'm still confused about how she ended up in radcliffe's lab why would Gemma take her there at least radcliffe thought to install a backup generator sort of take note phil yeah um i think because he had the equipment she needed yeah Plus, he's super uber smart, and I think it was just a moment of panic, and yeah. he might be able to help me where nobody else can. Who knows? Um, too bad the EMP was a continuous series of pulses. I have to assume Ada's sleeping closet is shielded somehow, but that doesn't explain why her power source didn't go dead once it was removed. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. But I'll allow it since it's safe, May. <laughs> Her, quote, heart must only glow when she's powered down or else we would see that green through her chest all the time. Right. 
Fitz is going to have to come up with something to prevent Phil's hand from freezing up. I'm guessing this will probably pop up again. Oh, and of course, Fitz marks time with chimpanzees. Of course he does. Uh, and then he had a follow-up. Just a quick addition. Uh, note I forgot to mention. I'm more convinced than ever that the raccoon eyes may is seeing is tied to Dr. Strange. Another yeah. Radcliffe's deduction is that it's caused by activity in the fear center of the brain fits all too well with Dr. Strange nemesis nightmare. Okay. Cheers and stay driverless. So I had an issue with the fact that the watchdogs knew where Elena was but didn't know which inhuman she was. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's a problem. Yeah. I, I just, I have an issue with that because like. When they say they have a copy of the registration, the registration isn't current at any point. Like, you can't pull up the registration and go, okay, Queenie's in her house right this second. It's just probably a name yeah, in a city. they didn't just know. They knew exactly the building where she was, but not who she was. No name or... Yep. Yeah. So I thought, I thought, okay, if they were piggybacking... Because S.H.I.E.L.D. tracks the Inhumans. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got the She's got the watch... Um, she scanned in. So it wasn't that that was hijacked. It's that they somehow got the registration list and that they would had a not fucking have piece of paper that would not have led them to that building. No. And so no. I, I had an and, issue with that. Was she, is she staying in the building? Yeah. If they know that she's staying in the building, don't they have what name she's registered under? Yeah. So I, I just, that's why when they first did, we're here for the inhuman and it goes to Elena I thought the next scene would be, where is Elena, you know, and they rattle off her full legal name. Oh, I can't remember her last name. I think either. it's Rodriguez. Could be. I think. So, I, I just, I don't know, that kind of bothered me. Yeah. So, yeah. That is a problem. But yeah. also, yeah, how does nobody figure out that Robbie's ghostwriter? Yeah, I've, I mean, I've got it written down here for future reference. Gabe has got to know. Yeah. He's got to know. Gabe's he, not a dumb kid. He's not afraid of horses. No. So. So, yeah. Nobody gets that reference anymore, do they? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't even remember what cast it was. I think it was Agent no, Carter. It was, was no, it we, S.H.I.E.L.D.? No, we were watching. It we was were, ABC. We were waiting to watch another show. And the show that was on previously it was, was fresh a, off the boat, which a bunch of kids and they were talking about uh, girls. Yeah, and you know, let one the, of them was giving the other boys advice, a pep talk, and they were talking about how um, you know should let them be interested in what they're interested in, and let them and listen to them talk about things, and really listen. But what if they like horses? Well, then you let them talk about horses. But I'm, I'm afraid, afraid of, of horses. horses. Don't be afraid of horses. <laughs> so yeah. We, yeah. yeah, we use that. It was either it was either Agent Carter or Agents of Shield. I don't remember because it was fresh off the boat and it was right before it. And the, it's on I ABC. couldn't even remember. All I remember is "Don't be afraid of horses." Yep. There so and it's become a running joke since. So anyway, yeah. so that's that's all. That's I all I got. Have. I didn't really care for this episode. That one fight scene, though, it was it was beautiful. But then a part of me is like, okay, but I would like a resolution we're, with this Lucy thing. We're only on episode what three. Yeah. We're still introducing the season. I so know. I st- I'm still not getting the dark, edgy, later time slot, though. No. Unless ABC was like, if you're going to put her in that much fucking eyeliner, you're going to have to do it at 9 o'clock. I haven't seen a thigh. 
Nope. Or, you know. The closest thing we got cleavage. was when Daisy was changing it in the first oh, episode. Oh, yeah. But that, to me, wasn't, like, super risque. Again, Gotham does worse all the time. <laughs> I, I don't know. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's again, it's darker and edgier over on Gotham right now. Yeah. Than this crap, so. so. Yeah, I'm not real pleased with this season so far. You, yeah. You're going to have to do a little bit more. Yeah. Pick it up. And I, I want somebody to finally ask Daisy, why are you so fucking guilty? Why do you feel so guilty? Talk through it with me. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so that's all I have. That's all I got. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys.